and gentlemen welcome to episode 148 of wrestling is trash we are the trash boys and we are here again for you on another trash tuesday slash wednesday uh i am lou from the bx trash boy numero dos this right here is nick anacelli trash boy numero uno we'll allow him to do his in greetings and salutations in a second but we are here oh i just got our message from our dad hold on one second oh never mind yeah. i was just in the group chat i thought he was oh. it came up on my tablet which never happens and i thought he was like texting me directly uh, uh we are here on a trash wednesday for you guys of course this is you as you know wrestling is trash the nonsensical wrestling podcast where we opine on the sport of professional wrestling past present and possibly the future this is episode 148 and usually we like to at the end of the show kind of do this but i kind of wanted to bring it back because we were talking in the pre-show about um, you guys, actually. And I wanted to, at the beginning of the show, just say thank you to everyone out there who is checking out the show. We really, 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 really appreciate it. I know at first we came hard out the gate, pumping out episodes. Shorts were popping up on the, you know, YouTube channel and TikTok. And, you know, social media was popping with the posts. And those things have kind of slowed down due to, you know, life. We're still pumping out the show for you, and we enjoy doing the show, but it's like all the little things are kind of falling by the wayside and not necessarily because of um, me not wanting to do it or Nick not wanting to do it. It's just that at the time, you know, we haven't had time to do all the little things, but you guys are still showing up for the show, which is awesome, and we appreciate it, and it's very inspiring. So just wanted to start off the show with salutations to you all, say thank you. Say we appreciate you, Trashians. I'm still trying to make that thing a thing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just thank you and shout outs to all of the Trashians out there who are continuing to listen, click on our show. But Nick, Nicholas, my son, would you like to do any introductions today? No, I just want to say what up to everyone. Kind of uh, keep on going with what you said there. Yes, thank you, everyone. We said the views, we went over subscriber talk with it. So it's been Six months now that we've been going hard when it comes to like YouTube and pumping out regular content, uh, content and everything like that. So we def deeply appreciate you guys on everything. Um, I think one thing we have to do real quick, because I do have a follow-on question, but one thing I think we have to do quick, prior to the show starting, within the past few hours, we received word um, that the Hall of Famer, the Iron Sheik, has left us. He has now passed away. Um, so I think we should just say condolences to him and his family, right. thoughts and prayers. And at the end of the day, you know, everyone loved him because fuck, fuck Hulk Hogan. Right. But yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I will miss seeing his iconic tweets and the wild shit he used to say and just do in general. Um, obviously he's a little before my time, but you still see clips and everything like that. But just wanted to throw that out there very, very quickly. 
Yeah, that's one thing I kind of want to touch on with that. You know, rest in peace to Shiki. Um, that's one of the things I want to touch on. So I know a lot of people are going to go on today and in the next couple of days, and they're going to do retrospectives and talk about the things that he's done and accomplished and all of those things. You're not going to hear that on this show. First of all, well, primarily because not that we're not fans, but I really don't have the in-depth knowledge of the Iron Sheik like that. I grew up at the time where Sheik was like kind of tailing off as far as being that big heel in WWEF, you know, it was more my time. The more things, the, the things that I really remember when I was younger was like warrior Hogan, macho man, you know, yeah. uh, Brody Piper, Snuka, I really don't have too many memories of Iron Sheik besides that that one rumble where it took him like 25 minutes to walk to the ring because he oh, you know, his yes. body was so fucked up that it just yeah. took him he, and he won, forever. He won that one. Yeah, it just it just took him forever to walk to the ring. But we'll definitely miss his Twitter account, um, even though I think it's still going to continue with whoever's running his social media because the they tweeted today. So um, someone has control of his account, so it's going to probably continue, but it's, you know, it's not going to be the same. It's not, you're, we're all thinking that Iron Sheik's sitting there on his phone, typing all this crazy shit in all caps, you know, Uh, Hogan's a jabroni. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure it's a nice mixture of both there, but you know, and again, he accomplished a lot in his life and his wrestling career. And uh, so definitely love and respect to him and his family. And uh, you know, another legend passes, he was 81 years old. So, you know, full life, Mm -hmm. And this is yeah. one of those wrestling wrestling deaths where it's not like, you know, it's sad, but it's not like a horrible tragedy. Thank God, because we, you know, we don't really need any more of those. We've had plenty. So, yes, you know, we have. And um, I guess staying on the WWE topic, we didn't put this in any of the notes or anything for the show. But I have to ask, Lou, this past Friday on SmackDown, we unveiled the new. WWE Undisputed Universal title belt. And now that it's been four or five days or whatever, where does it truly sit with you before I give my piece? That shit is doodle sticks. I can't stand that fucking belt. And you know what it is about it too? It's lazy. It's fucking lazy. Because the last three or four like designs for like the WWE title have been the same fucking thing. Aside from the new belt, it, they've all been the same. That freaking outline with the giant W with the diamonds, just different colors. And it's like, come on, man. You can't, like, you can't, you couldn't have come up with something more Samoan or something more related to the bloodline or something more. You know, it doesn't have to be a personalized Roman Reigns belt, but they could have done something with that. They could have used the lay. You know what I'm saying? They could have made like a, a thing where like right at the corners you have like delay over the fucking WWE or the WWE logo or something instead yeah. of the check mark. You could have had the red lay or something like that. You know what I mean? Just to throw a little pizzazz or something on the belt because that shit is just trash. It's just yellow. All it's just yellow. That's the only difference. Yeah. It's weird because I think it's going to grow on everyone. Not grow to like, but just grow to everyone that it's there and all that. Not really the biggest fan of it, I'll be honest. Definitely like the World Heavyweight title way better. That's... Um, way better. Um, 
and we'll get on the world title at some point, probably. The one thing I thought about, and this is me thinking like bigger picture for some reason here, is every time there's a sports win, WWE usually sends a title, and it's always been the WWE title, never the Universal, whatever. So what's weird to me is, and I think personally, now obviously it's probably the wrestling fan bias in me, some of the dopest photos people take after winning the title, uh, the, the, the title, winning like the Super Bowl or the NBA yeah, is with the WWE title. Like yeah. Patrick Mahomes, when he just won, had some dope ones. Well, I can't picture athletes walking around with that title. No, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll yeah, be walking I don't around. know what they should have done. In my opinion, if you were going to stay that basic, right, and just literally change the center background color, because that's all they changed. Yeah. Keep it all black. And because if you notice, it says like undisputed universal, I think, in the writing. Like, so yeah. I just add that. It's something else. I don't know. Because to me, now correct me if I'm wrong here. I think the last time. We haven't had a no shit WWE like, hey, you're the WWE champion. Think was 2002 when remember when Triple H and Chris Jericho were feuding for like when they combined. It was the undisputed title, right? But I think once they merged it a little after they made it because I remember Eddie Guerrero wasn't the undisputed champion; he was the WWE champion, but he had that same belt. So it has to be since like 0203, but it's so 20 years, but. I don't know, it's weird, like, thinking, I don't know, maybe because even though before, technically, until Friday, it was still had the same name, but you at least had the WWE title physically there. I don't know, and to be honest, if that's, like, if you would have told me, hey, this is the design we're going to go with, right? Like, if Triple H sat me down, right, of all people, I was like, hey, man, I'd rather <laughs> if Roman kept both belts. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm, I'm looking Roman up. Was I, make, Roman was making it work. Like everyone was sharing the videos of him, like swinging the tube. Like yo, he made it work and in a fucked up way, and made him seem like more of a G and more yeah. of like a head boss with both. Like, I mean, it's always it's always better when you have like multiple titles. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Kenny Omega like coming out Kenny with five Omega belts, the belt collector, or yeah. Ultimate Dragon with that famous picture where he's holding like fourteen different belts. That's a little excessive, but Marsha Slamovich actually posted a picture the other day of her with like five titles that she has. She's a GCW champion. She's got a evolved belt. She's got like three other belts. Um, that shit's hard. Like when you got yeah. multiple belts and you're holding up two belts, that shit's hard. But it's like, like I looked up the while we're sitting here talking, I looked up the undisputed title. That's a that fucking. T- I never really really fucked with the undisputed title like that, but that shit's hard, bro. Oh, that's a good looking belt. That belt is that shit is hard. Like I'm looking at that shit right now. It's tremendous. This this picture of this belt is tremendous. Like I know that they, you know, you get the tiny little WWE logo up on the top or whatever. I know that they love having this big logo, but it's like what you said, just why not go back to that black belt? Because that black belt, that shit actually doesn't look that bad. Like with the big WWE logo on it. Yeah, it really does. You know what I mean? The black belt looks great and just yeah, I don't know. Add something bloodline related or something. I'm telling you, bro. That that shit that he wears, the lay. If they would have just made like a something like yeah, that, that, like into the through bottom, the WWF yeah. or WWE, 
logo or whatever. That sh- I think that should have looked tremendous. But like, you just you 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 put you made it yellow. <laughs> like, what the fuck see. does yellow have to do with anything related to like Roman Reigns? Like nothing. And you know what's nuts? Hear me out on this for a second. So. I think the belt, the physical look of the belt itself makes me care more, right? And what I mean by that is, I'm trying to think how to word this, but what I'm getting at here is like, Cody Rhodes is eventually going to become a champion. As of right now, I think I'd rather see that motherfucker host the, host up the world title. Yeah. Than that, that belt. Yeah, that That's yellow... That's just me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, granted, before when it was just the one belt, that was the only option. But even until Friday, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather see Cody host up both belts, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like, I don't know, man. But I'm, I'm a big kill, fan. I'm like, killing this belt. Let me see if there's a nice HD picture of this new belt. Because I've only really, I only saw it Friday. Okay, there's a picture here. But it's from I've the show. I've seen some decent ones. I'm trying to find like a nice from WWE, like a nice picture of it where I can like look at it. I think I'm typing the wrong thing in because they're showing me the uh, the world championship, which looks fucking nice, bro. I, I got to tell you, I really like that belt. And it, and I like it more now that I've seen the the new Roman belt. Like I really, really like yeah. Seth, belt, Seth belt now a lot more. It just looks fancier, bro. All that shit, all those lions like around the. The logo, like that shit, looks dope, bro. With the you got the Yo, globe and. Did you huh? see when's that Captain America movie come out that he's in? Uh, I think sometime next year. Ah, uh, so I was gonna say I hope he's somehow champion when that comes out because I can picture that motherfucker wearing it to like the premiere or something. Yeah, I bet. And one of I his, bet he, I bet of, he will. In one of those right, wacky ass outfits. Let me see. Let me click images and see if maybe they have it here. They keep showing the same picture from the fucking show where he's so I've seen some ending. Okay, I see it here. Like, I mean, it's not terrible. You know what I mean? It's not the but worst not belt good. I've seen. It's the it's the thing good. is that the thing is that it's like it's not the worst belt I've seen, but it's just disappointing because after seeing Seth's belt, I was thinking, okay this is where we're going with these designs. Like you, you see that one and you're like, okay, so it's kind of, we're going, going in that direction where it's old school WCW ish. Okay. I like this. Let's see what's next. Now there, we got another belt coming and then you just, it's yellow. (laughs) It's the same belt that he's been walking around with. It's just yellow now. So it's like, and and even with the comparison to the to the blue belt I'm looking at, it's like it's exactly the same. It's just yellow. That's it. That's the only fucking yeah. Because the, the, universe, the universal red. belt, the universal was the same thing as the WWE title. Just yeah, it was just red and said and it said universal champion. Yeah, it was red. That's it. So it's now just that a red the universal belt. now that the universal title's gone, did you like the red strap or the blue strap better? I hated both of them. Yeah, I know. So I don't like them. I don't like them shits. I don't like those red, bro. I hated it. Black like leather it. and gold. Black leather and gold. And I'm just coming around to this platinum shit. That Ring of Honor, you know, I yeah. when Ring of Honor I'm when Tony got Ring of yeah. Honor, he went back to the platinum belts. Yeah, because even Ring of Honor went gold, and then yeah. Tony came and they they decided to go back to the platinum old school belts, and now they redesigned them so they look even better. So I just came around on that. 
but bro, there's nothing like black leather and just shiny big gold plates on a belt. That just looks for me. That looks like that. That looks awesome. I can't. Yeah. I the couldn't deal only, with that blue. Yeah, the blue only came shit. around to me. I think because of how long Roman had it. Yeah, but even then, it wasn't like oh, I want to buy that belt now. Um, yeah, and honestly, even. I, I say it's Charlotte's belt, but it's not Charlotte's belt. It's the even that red and white is better than that yes. all red, you know, because that white with that red, that shit looks good. Like that shit looks good. Um, yeah, the women's title, both women's titles, I think look good. Now, granted, we we are we've already gone on that rant. They're gonna change that, I would assume. Yeah. Uh sometime soon, hopefully. But but listen, speaking I, of belts. There was a uh, situation last night on NXT. I don't know if you heard about this. So, Braun Breaker kicked Ilya Dragunov's ass backstage. And he was leaving the arena. And whoever the interviewer guy, person, whoever it is, caught up to him. He was like, Braun, 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 Braun. Why did you beat the shit out of Ilya Dragunov? And uh, Braun Breaker was basically like, because I felt like it, motherfucker. And uh, he started going on and on about Ilya Dragunov said he's not an elite level talent or whatever. And then out of nowhere, he laid out a challenge. Do you know who the challenge he laid out? Did you hear about to this? the world to the world heavyweight champion? He Seth challenged Seth Rollins for a world title match. Not only does he challenge this guy, he tells him come to NXT with your belt and challenge me. And I was like, this is fucking. This is ridiculous. That belt already has a stigma of being a consolation prize. If Seth Rollins takes that belt to NXT 2.0 to challenge Braun Breaker, it's over for that fucking belt, bro. It's he needs happen. to go to Raw and challenge Seth Rollins. You need to go to Raw and challenge Seth Rollins, not bring I, Seth Rollins to NXT. That's that's yeah. No, I can't do it. I just know it's going to happen because they want to try to get that ratings pop. Yeah, I mean, I get the purpose. Yeah, you know, but as far as 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 kayfabe wrestling, you know, psych not psychology, but like wrestling, you know, yeah, continuity. Come on, bro, you already have people calling that shit the consolation belt, like already. And I know he's had two banger matches. You know, nothing. There's nothing against Seth Rollins. He's obviously one of the best wrestlers on earth. But you cannot. <laughs> Bro, you can't have a dude in AAA challenging yeah. the the world fucking champion and telling him, yeah, you need to come here and, and, and put the title on. Like, get the fuck out of here. Who are you, bro? What have you done? You haven't done shit. You come to Raw with that bullshit, and maybe I'll give you yeah. a shot. Maybe. Uh, if you beat me in a, if you if you will have a non-title match, and if you could keep up, you know what? Maybe sometime, sometime down the line, I'll get a title shot. But that's yeah. that was weird, bro. That was a weird thing to do. And I will say, I like Braun as a heel. I like the, I like his. Uh, why is when everybody goes heel, they grow a beard? Like every time somebody goes heel, they grow a fucking beard. Um, but I like his new look. I like his new attitude. I like his promo and all that shit. So I, it ain't really anything against Braun Breaker because I've said before I'm not his biggest fan. But um, no, you you're not. No, bro. You're not doing that. He's yeah. not going to 2.0 to bring his belt down there to get nah, bro. What I want to see, 
that we won't see from Seth Rollins is uh, do you see the exchange on Twitter with him and Osprey? Yeah, yeah, that's been going on for a while, bro. That match is gonna happen eventually, right? You gotta think eventually it happens on like a big pay per view somewhere, and you know. Again, everybody always want everybody has their tribalism or whatever who they want to go where. I would love to see Will Ospreay in WWE. I think he fits perfectly over there. He's a big guy. He's got the body type to keep up with anybody. He can do matches with Ricochet or he could do matches with fucking Roman. He could challenge Roman Reigns. He could challenge Seth Rollins. He could challenge Drew. He can go with Bobby. Like he he he's versatile yeah. in the way his style is and the way he wrestles. He can high fly or he can, you know, he can bru he can be a bruiser. And I think he would be bro it's tough, man, because you know I know he makes a lot of money. You know, I'm sure he makes a shitload of money from New Japan and and all the yeah. wrestling that he has done, but man, I would be really happy for him if he signed with WWE. Like get that big fucking paycheck and go over there and, and Show the world who you are. He said in an interview lately that like he has no desire to go to America to wrestle. Yeah, like full. Can't blame him. Uh, but I'm assuming. I'm assuming here. Tony Khan's definitely had to have offered him something, if he's been able to. Because I don't know his whole contracting. Because I know they have that. But there's no way within the past like six years whether it's Triple H lately or Triple H and NXT, that he never felt out of feel or friend. Yeah. Like, there's no way. That guy, bro, I'm thinking, uh, uh, like, you're talking and I'm, I'm listening to you, but I'm thinking in my head, like, thinking of Osprey in WWE, like, and pay-per-views, Osprey at WrestleMania, wrestling Seth Rollins, wrestling Roman Reigns, wrestling Cody Rhodes, wrestling fucking Austin Theory, wrestling fucking Damian Priest, like, so even many other dudes, like there. even even other dudes, like get him in there with like a Montez Ford. Oh yeah, no, my God, that'd be tremendous, bro. That'd be so good for him, man. I know he doesn't want to come to America. I know he's happy and shit. Um, and he's even talked about he did a video, um, a few it might have been like a month or two ago, where he was talking about like how his style, like he's gonna have to change his style because his body, like he's getting older, and yeah, like, yeah. yo, I can't keep doing this shit like that I'm doing because you know it's gonna kill me one day. And it's like, I, I got to change it. That'd be the perfect place to go. Because they, you know, say what you want about WWE, but they look at your moveset and they streamline that shit. And they're like, okay, you don't do that anymore, but do this and, you know, change it up. Because guys get injured, but if you look at WWE compared to other places, there's really not injuries that don't happen as much as they do everywhere else because they're not as reckless. You know what I mean? Yeah. My thing is, with all these working relationships we have now, right, in wrestling, which is dope. Obviously, we're going to dive into Forbidden Door here in probably a second or two. If I was Triple H, I'd get that checkbook out and be like, yo, let me get this dude from a Rumble to Mania. Just let me get him for three months. Oh, my God. Let, let him be in the Rumble. Let Cody or Seth eliminate him and build this match to Mania. And then after Mania, my man's in peace. Either he gets the W or gets the L and goes back to Japan. I just, I can't. The Raw, him debuting at the Royal Rumble would be, for me, it would be, I, I don't know. Now, I, now I we're big fans of him. Now, think about it like this. Like MJF said it. What did he say? 
7% of AEW's audience, which is WWE's audience, yeah. you know what I mean, at the same time, is rest, is the IWC. So if they're in a football stadium or a baseball stadium, which they usually do, you think 50% of that crowd, say he came with his music and everything, would know, like, would get that pop from him? Yeah, he'd get a big pop. And, and even if he didn't, they, 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 they'd, you get why, the, you get why I they'd sweeten the pop anyway, if, even if he didn't. But I'm yeah. sure that he would get a pop. Like, I'm yeah. sure he would. It's it's Will Osprey, man. Cool. Like he's they've they these people gotta know who he is. That's why like it's it's weird, man. Um you go to some of these these shows and you talk to people and it's like it's, it's sometimes it's funny the shit that like some people they just don't they don't even acknowledge any other type of like there's no other wrestling, like there's nothing. Like there's just it's WWE, and this is it, and this is what I like, and that's it. And that's fine, you know? If yeah. you enjoy it, that's cool. That's cool. But it's just like, bro, you when people debut from, you know, Japan or, or Evolve or, or wherever, and you don't know them, and you're just like, who the fuck is this? And meanwhile, I'm over here like, oh, my fucking God, I can't believe he's like, don't you want to kind of experience that? I mean, you don't have to, like, watch everything. But at least, you know what I'm saying? You have the internet in your hands. You know who's who. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's part of that whole 7% yeah, thing. Think, like, people are not on the internet like that fucking with wrestling. They just want to watch it, and that's it. Yeah, and it's nuts to think. What's cool is, it's cool and crazy at the same time, like how MJF said that, which I believe him, right, when he said that. So it's like, that's where we've had the conversations of Tony Cater maybe too much to the internet community. And other things, because that's what we were saying with Double or Nothing. Like, it was a great show, but it was like a glorified dynamite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because of all the shit they do all the time. But I'll say this, man. When Tony's fucking on, Tony's on, though. And I respect the shit out of him for it. You know what I mean? Um, Because so far, he's obviously with the partnership with New Japan. For those who don't pay attention, we do have Forbidden Door coming up. And two... Great matches have been announced. The first one I want to hop on quick is that Will Ospreay and Kenny Omega for the IWGP United States Championship, they're running it back. We reviewed that show because there was that match. Then we had the the pretty much worst-kept secret of Mercedes Monet debuting there right. um, at Wrestle Kingdom. And it's still, to my in my head, still match of the year. And there's there's been great matches since, do not get me wrong, but and now for everyone who forgets, that was on January fourth. The fourth yeah. day That was like the first of the first match of the year, like five day year. The first wrestling show of the year. So here's my thing, and Lou, I think you and I both have to do this. All right, because I'm guilty of this. And I'm gonna reference Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. If you saw their match they had in New, uh Wrestle Kingdom back in the day. It was insane. And then when they finally did it at Mania, it was good, but didn't meet those expectations. That's how I'm going into this match. Yeah. I think this is going to be a great match. If it somehow surpasses the first one, that might go down as match of the decade. But <laughs> I'm going in with – it sounds weird because I'm not going to have a low result, but I am lowering my expectations yeah. for this match I think that's because smart. of how good the first – I am not going to go in thinking this is going to beat match of the year. Yeah. I'm going to go in like, yo, this is two dudes who I like, and it's just going to be a good match. Yeah. 
I'm 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 in that same boat with you. So the first thing that I did when I saw because Forbidden Door got announced, whatever they started selling tickets, and actually the tickets sold out. Tickets basically sold out before they had any matches announced, just because. Yeah, this is a one of those shows where it's they go crazy. Um, but when I saw that fucking graphic, the first thing that I did was go into my phone, open up my work app, and I asked for Monday off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to the fucking theater to see that show. I have to. I want to see that match on the big fucking screen with a bunch of other people and they're screaming like. If I could find a bar somewhere here where they show it, I'd, I'd do that too, but I wouldn't even know how to look for that shit. Um, I'm tempering my expectations, though, because I, I know the match is going to be great, but the thing is with that first match was like, it was so good and so emotional. Like, I was drained after I watched that shit. Because they, they just yeah, hit each other dope. with so much shit. At one point, he hits him with a forbidden, the hidden blade. Like he hits him with a hidden blade like three times in a row, and I'm like, okay, bro, that's it. Like this, this motherfucker cannot get up from this. And, he, and whatever he he got up, but it's like, I was like drained after that fucking match. I couldn't do anything else. I was like, I'm, I'm. Th-. It was also like fucking five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know, right? We were watching. It. Uh, so yeah, that was probably part of it too. But, um, yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna temper expectations because. That match is again. We're gonna do our soon. We're gonna do our mid-year show, and I'm gonna go and you know best matches of the year so far according to these fucking people online. And I'll because you know you tend to forget. There's so much wrestling that you tend to forget what happened when. So I'm just gonna kind of line them up. But honestly, bro, that Omega Osprey match is still my. That's still the best match of the year for me. Like I, yeah, I haven't. Same. Nothing, I hope nothing it main is events. better than that. I hope it main, main events. Well, I mean, you got Danielson and Okada wrestling on that show, too. And it's like, yeah. that's a match that people have been wanting to see for years. I mean, we've seen Osprey and Omega. So I know that that match is, people want to see part two. But, bro, people have been clamoring for Danielson to wrestle Okada for Years, years, decades, dude. And you like know, it's happening. When I was watching the the pretty much the the video of Brian in the mountains, that made me laugh. But for so, if you remember from the scrum, he said like how in Vegas he was hiking like the the red rocks, and doing all this, and he had Wheeler Yuta with him. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, Yo, is Wheeler? Yeah, Wheeler he's Yuda recording him. Record, yeah, he's recording this and shit. Like, yeah, that's the funny shit to me because when I saw that video, I was like, Really, bro? You so you did a lot of shit during this little red rock walk that you did, huh? You had you're taking pictures of Wheeler Yuta because he took that picture of him like uh, yeah with his head. Yeah, and the thing, and I'm like, man, you use that shit for content on Dynamite, and now you're using it. What else did you do over there on that trip? Are we gonna see another video soon of you doing something else there? Like, it's just hilarious. Yeah. So, but that match is gonna be nuts too. I can't even imagine, bro. Um, there's rumors. Okay, now this is just a rumor. Okay, take this with a grain of salt. But <laughs> there's rumors. That Punk might be on that card. And Punk might be wrestling Kenta on that show. So Battle of the GTS. It's and that's exactly what it is. Um so I don't know. 
We've yet to see how this card's going to fill up. It's probably going to have like 10 or 11 matches, I would assume. Um, but with those two already, like, I, I really, I don't know. Oh, I think also, um, well, Moxley is, um, damn. Well, he's, he's going, ca- yeah, he's going back to Japan. I know who you're talking. He's going back though for those matches. They're not doing yeah, that. So I wasn't sure if that was going to continue into that whole thing was going to continue into Forbidden Door. So we might I see, see, I don't know. Maybe like maybe an interference thing or something. Yeah, I mean, we'll just have to see. But, dude, with those two matches, just those two matches announced, man, I'm already, like, I'm sold. Like, I'm, I'm That's good. worth buying the show. Like, you know what I'm I mean? I'm good. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's going to be going to be awesome. They're going to be in Chicago. So, Chicago, as we know. Now that – I know this is a little off topic before I dive back into Chicago with another question, though. But – now that it's been, like, I've been watching wrestling a while, I think Chicago, I think Philly, I think Boston, and I think, like, Orlando are, like, the best wrestling towns. Yeah, New York in there, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, New York, obviously New York. Yeah, like Brooklyn, like when they go to Brooklyn. Pretty good wrestling town. Yeah, because I'll say this, from going to shows on the West Coast for both com- major companies, that is. Obviously, I haven't been to an AEW show. Well, I haven't, not obvious, but I have not gone to an AEW show yet on the um, the East Coast. But from the WWE side of things and just being at the show in L.A. Um, for AEW, West Coast, that you can tell they enjoy wrestling for sure. But something about like the middle, Midwest, East Coast, where it's more like you're into it a lot more. Yeah. And it's crazy, too, because they really don't go, both companies, major companies in America, don't really go to the West Coast a lot. You know, they hobble around with all that. But um, let me ask you something. I know you're not too much of a gamer. I know I know you're not too much into like games and shit. But are you interested in this AW Fight Forever game? Because they keep leaking footage out. Yeah, so this is where I will not. Obviously, I can't speak highly. Like, I don't know. So I see the, the nonsense on um, signing all that. Um, but I don't know. I'll get it for sure because, you know, I like AEW. I like wrestling. I like wrestling video games. So I'll get it. Um, I don't know what they're comparing it to. Like, I get it. The graphics look different and all the other shit. But, like, yeah. It's kind of like, like it's basically like Dude, those old, sort of... it's like those old school No Mercy WCW NWO Revenge type games that they had on um Nintendo or was yeah Nintendo? yeah they had the yeah like N sixty four they had No Mercy and all yeah, that it's so... basically the people who made that it's not the same company because the company I guess doesn't exist anymore or whatever but people who kind of like it's a spiritual successor to that so it's gonna be basically. That kind of gameplay, they got a story mode, they got all kinds of other mini games and all types of other shit. But they released a uh, footage today of Abaddon's entrance, and she like spits blood on the stage and it looks fucking cool. I want to get it, but I'm gonna wait till it comes out first. Um, because I, I listen that nowadays the games are costing like 70 bucks, and I'm gonna wait till the reviews come out. If all the reviews come out and they say it's good, then I'll pick it up. But I'm not yeah. gonna get that shit anytime before that. 
Yeah, because that's my <clears> big <throat> thing too. But you're talking to the same guy who buys Madden every year. Um, I mean, that is a thing. There's people, bro. There's people who buy like I know people who bought PlayStation Five the first day, and all they play is Madden. And I'm like, what the fuck? What was the purpose of you buying the PS5, bro? You could just stay with the PS4 and just kept playing yeah. Madden. Like, you didn't really need to do this. But it's like, to each his own, man. My brother has yeah, a PS5 so, and he don't even play games. So, so yeah, that I'll, one probably, I'll look into it for sure. And I'll probably end up getting it when it drops down and stuff. Because I want to play. I want to see what it's like. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I definitely want to. I definitely want to fucking play the game. It looks, It looks fun. I just, again... If it comes out and it's all broken and shit's not working and it gets like a 5.0 from all these review sites, then I'd be like, yeah, maybe not so much. I'm going to wait a little bit, though, because online, like on Twitter, AEW diehards are going to say it's the best fucking game ever. And oh, yeah, WWE of course. diehards are going to say it's the worst game ever. No, yeah, they're already so doing you- that. Yeah, you got to wait like a month or two so it dies down on even on like social media. Yeah. And then, like, actually hear people. Yeah, they're already doing that now. They're, they talk about the graphics, and they're just like, bro. Who gives a fuck? I, that shit don't the graphics, me, the style of graphics is not, it's not, they're not trying to look like the WWE game. The WWE game's trying to go for realism. These people are not. It's like, why are you so stupid, bro? I don't I'll understand. Let, I'll probably wait to see what Rob says, to be honest. Rob's oh, yeah. not, like, biased. Yeah, he'll, and he'll probably well, get he, it. And he'll he, probably as get long it as that now. shit works, he's gonna love it because he is Mister Fucking Wrestles. He, will... bro, I, I went on a, <laughs> I went on a I, when when I just started fucking with Rob like he, like a while ago, he was doing like Twitch streams and he got on Twitch one day and I jumped in there just to see what he was doing, and he was, I I'm gonna say he was playing, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. But he actually wasn't playing Fire Pro Wrestling. He was watching a simulation match in the game. So he started the game <laughs> up. He grabbed the controller. And then he went and he set up a match. It was like Kenny Omega versus, I don't know, whoever, Okada. And he pressed the sim button and puts the controller down. And he's watching the computer fight itself. On Twitch. <laughs> And he's like calling the match, and I was like, "This is the fucking most like random weirdest shit." Like, what the fuck? You're really calling that? This is crazy. But it was actually fun. He was calling like the match while it was going on, and he's just watching the computer play itself. So he <laughs> loves wrestling games, so I'm sure he will get that shit day one. So I will trust his review. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now let me ask you. So ever since the announcement of Collision, when we started talking about it, we had iffy thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because once again, it's another program. The day the day of the week, the time during that day, and just everything like how is this gonna work? So CM Punk officially announced as we've said, which is awesome. We're both happy he's back. It's in Chicago. Ticket sales are doing good there, but ticket sales for Collision aren't doing the greatest anywhere else. Yeah, since the announcement, and I just just kind of want to get your thoughts on that. And even in Chicago, it's not like they, I think they've sold six hundred and thirty something more tickets since they announced that CM Punk's going to be there. So it's like 
it's not even like gangbusters where it like, oh shit, he's gonna be there and it's sold out. Like it, it's not. It's still not sold out. You know what I mean? They only moved like almost seven hundred more tickets. So it's like, I'd be a little, you know, if I was Tony, I'd be a little fucking worried about that shit, man. We've said when when this shit was announced, man, and they said it was gonna be a Saturday show. I said it. I was like, I don't know, man. I really don't know about this. Like, I, you know, I'm going to watch the first episode, of course, because it's the first episode. But you think every Saturday I'm going to fucking be here, sitting here at 8 o'clock, ready to watch motherfucking wrestling? I I don't think so. Um, Because it's it's next Saturday, right? Is it next Saturday? it's It's June 14th, right? So I guess so. Yeah, it's fucking next week. Because the reason I ask is I know Forbidden Doors the twenty fifth. Yeah. So there's no way they're unless are they premiering it the day before? I'm gonna look it up. So you know, uh, you know, your boy Tony Khan has announced on Twitter he's got a major announcement tonight regarding yeah. regarding the main event of the first collision. It's ne- next Saturday the seventeenth. Sorry. Okay. Quick. So he says he's got a major announcement. And he's going to announce the main event. For the first collision, so what do you think that match is going to be? I got to assume something with Punk. This but is... here's the thing: I'm going to take a wild shot here because I saw something online that Punk was kind of interested in. Let's say Punk and Jay White. Mm, wow. Wow. I heard he was interested. There was the whole Jericho thing. I heard the Samoa Joe thing, and then I heard he he's really intrigued with Jay White. So, so that that's mine. That's, man, that we'll find be out tonight. Insane. That would be crazy because I mean that's a match I'd like to see. But Jay White's so tied up into this Ricky Stark, this this weird Ricky Stark. He's obsessed with this guy. <laughs> this weird uh, feud or whatever. So I don't think it would be uh, Jay White. I'd like to see that. I'll be that guy, man. I'm not impressed with Jay White's first three months in AEW. Yeah, I mean he hasn't done much. He's he's not. It's it's like he's not doing much. He's he's involved with Ricky Starks. He should be at the top of the card. You know, he doesn't have to be champion, but he should be close to the top of the card. Like I know he's just getting into the the building, quote unquote. But it's fucking Jay White, bro. Like. This guy is a multiple-time IWGP U.S. heavyweight champion. Like, this is not a, another dude to throw in your mid-card, but that's a subject for another day. Um, I'm trying to figure out who... Because I think it's going to be Punk in the main event. He's going to come back yeah. and he's going to wrestle. Um, who the fuck is he going to throw in there? That's what the thing. I have no idea. If he's not wrestling... Because if he's not wrestling in the main event, he's obviously just coming out for a promo. Yeah, and he can't do that. I don't want to hear from you, bro. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want you coming out and doing the 15-minute standing ovation from these Chicago idiots who are going to fucking, you're punk. Like, no, bro. I don't need that. You can come out, get your pop. You already had that. Yeah, bro. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You got it. That's it. He can come out, get a pop, and placate to the crowd a little bit. Yeah, whatever. And get your ass in that ring and start wrestling. That's what I want to see. Now, the thing yeah. is, if he's going to be the main event, he, obviously he's not going to lose his first match. Um, no. 
So I think I don't know who he's going to be in there with, but I think he's going to come out as a face and he's going to turn heel at the end of the show. Okay. I think at the end of the show, he's going to turn heel. I haven't quite figured out in my mind how they're going to go about that, but I think that's what they're going to do. Can you imagine if he says on collision, the main event is going to be CM Punk versus MJF for the AEW World Heavyweight <laughs> Championship? Do you have any idea how fucking in shambles Twitter will be if he does that? Yeah. There'll be a know, meltdown. Because now, now we're going to see is Tony going to do a hard split in the roster, which I don't think he will. Because this is where I'll say this is where Tony is smart. He listens to the IWC and he sees the backlash that WWE gets for not sticking with the draft and the brand split. I think he's just going to make it known. This is how everyone should do it, to be honest. Make it known like, hey, these are people on Collision and Dynamite, but things can happen where they show up on each other's show. Yeah. Damn, you know what? MJF wasn't on Dynamite last week, right? He wasn't on Dynamite last week. He's on Dynamite this week because it says we're going to hear from MJF this week, whatever. He's on the graphic. So he's going to be on the show this week. Yeah. But he wasn't on last week. Tonight. So he did the pay-per-view, and after the show after the pay-per-view, he was not on TV. So mm, That's weird. Jungle Boy was on TV. Sammy was not. Uh, Darby had a match last week, right? Did Darby have a match last week? I think he did. I don't think he did. I'm not I don't sure. Remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, so the fact that MJF was not on the show last week, now I'm kind of like, fuck, what if they do do that? <laughs> what if they do say fucking uh, it's going to be CM Punk versus MJF for the world title? And then fucking Punk you- comes out and does some dirty shit and, uh, and wins. Not not wins. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I mean, I like, see a reaction. something happens where he's going to turn heel. I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to, like, put it together in my head real quick since we have the time. Like, maybe he comes out with a, like, maybe him and MJF have a match. And then, like, I don't know if Darby shows up or maybe Sam, not really Sammy. Because nobody's going to give a shit about Sammy if he kicks his ass. But if, like, uh, Darby comes out and then Punk turns on Darby, gets them all bloodied up, and he like partners up with MJF. I don't know, bro. I'm wondering. I'd like it, but I, we'll no, find I'm out. Because you can't put the belt on Punk again. You can't do it. This no, we're not doing that. Not no time soon. At least not for like a like, good year. Like you can't do it. This, I'm sorry. That time that 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 okay. that ship has sailed, bro. Because I'm going to ask you, as of right now, who's the guy you build or whatever to beat MJF, though? Uh, Wardlow. Uh, you could do Wardlow. Wardlow. Um, I you say can Kenny. Do, you can do Kenny. Uh, you can do Kenny. You can do Wardlow. Uh, Adam Cole. Uh, can you imagine the yeah, promos between Adam Cole and MJF, bro? Yeah. That's going to be the that's, – that's I think something. Adam – now that I think about it, I could see – it being at because it sounds like that's the route they're gonna go, Adam Cole. 
Oh, speaking of Adam Cole, I have to ask you this. So we saw them. You know how Meltzer always gives his ratings. Mm. So I want your opinion. I read this uh, on a site. He graded Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho higher than The Rock and Hogan at WrestleMania. What the f- wow. What did he give? Uh, I saw that dash came out, but I don't even, I do, I don't even look at that shit. Cause, I don't like, pay attention to that shit either. The only reason I saw it is because a guy I follow on Twitter said it. And he, the crazy thing is, he didn't give Jericho and Cole like a five star rating or anything crazy like that. Yeah. Either. I think he gave two five stars in that. I think the Anarchy in the Arena got five stars. The, I think the Fatal Four Way got four, five stars too, maybe, or four and a half. Whatever, I don't give a fuck about I just wanted to know, like, that's crazy, man. That that match was icon versus icon, Rock and Hogan. Wow. I I, I just again, people people I understand that this guy's been in the business a very long time, so his ratings like they mean something to a lot of people or whatever. And I'm not saying, like, I see that and I don't go, oh, he rated it five stars. It's five stars. I, yeah. I see that and I go, oh, shit, he rated it five stars. So that must mean it's good. So if I haven't seen it, I'll go check it out or whatever. You know what I mean? That's, that's yes. how I take that. Yes. It's not just because some guys, they, they take that the, that shit a little too, like, because they got five stars. It's the greatest match of all time. It's The rating only goes to five. <laughs> I know he does this six and a half and seven stars shit every once in a while, but it's just like, that's just how high it goes. So the match was great. It gets five stars and that's it. That doesn't mean it's the greatest match of all time, dude, or it's better than this one or better than that one. Like guys got to relax with that shit. And everyone's going to have different. Everyone enjoys different styles of wrestling and things like that. So everyone's going to have their own grading scale. Yo, so I, I, not to completely change the subjects, but so now I, we, we got I told it. you we have the local wrestling show here, the CCW, right? Yeah. So this weekend, Enzo was there on Saturday. No way. Yeah. Enzo was that's, there. That's big, though. Yeah. This place is huge, bro. Like MVP started there. That's like that's where MVP got his start. I didn't even know that shit. Gangrel runs it. With another guy, like it's it's like a big deal. It's been around for like fucking twenty two something years. Um, but I was looking at the card and I was gonna go. I was gonna go, but I forgot what was I doing Saturday, bro. I did something on Saturday that I couldn't go. Um, I don't remember. I don't even. I'm losing my memory. I can't remember shit anymore. I don't remember anything. But whatever, Saturday I couldn't go. And I wanted to go, and I was looking at the card because I was like, oh, who else is going to be there? So Enzo was in a tag match with, uh, um, remember the cha-cha guy that was at the show that I was at that he got uh, oh, yeah. destroyed by the fucking acclaimed or whatever? He's he's like yeah. one of the big guys at, at this promotion. So he Enzo teamed up with him to wrestle two other guys. So I was looking at the card, and one of the people on the card is this girl, Nadia White who is an adult film star. But she's dipping her toe in pro wrestling, apparently. I didn't know this. Um, And she's been doing it for a while. And she's training, and she's going to different places, and she's wrestling, and whatever. Um, And she was going to be there also. 
So I was like, okay, now I kind of really want to go. <laughs> but I ended up not going. And now I'm looking at a tweet that she wrote. And I really, really hope that this didn't happen to her at this promotion. Because right now she is tweeting her ass off about... Um, well, I, can, I, I don't know who the fuck it's about, but she just said something about a predator in our industry. Um, yeah, she's kind of going, I, I don't know if she's talking about, she might be just talking about her profession. Um, yeah. Cause she, it's literally like, she was just at the fucking, she was just here the wrestling and the show. And now she's like popping all this shit off. So it's like, Oh, this is not good. Uh, hopefully that has nothing to do with, uh, CCW cause everybody seems cool there, but yeah, that was just a little sidebar, but, uh, Every time I see Enzo, I just think like, damn, this man dated Liv Morgan. Crazy, bro. That's crazy shit. Which thoughts and prayers to her. We need her to come back to speedy recovery. Yeah, hopefully she can get over her injury and come back. Because she was on a little roll there, too. One thing on Raw that you should go back and watch was uh, Katana and Cruden Carter. I am going to watch that. I'm definitely yeah, going to go back was, and watch it was that. Well, it was well received backstage from everyone. I'm definitely going to go back and watch that. Oh, it was kind of weird that there two two champions are wrestling and none of the championships are on the line. <laughs> it's like well, okay, no, I, I thought, guess the other just... group. I thought the other group was the champions. Uh, Did they drop the belt? Fire and Isla, Oh, Alba that's Alba right. Fire I keep thinking gone. of them as the champions still. Because they were them for a while. Yeah, they had they had them. They Elba Fire and this girl beat them for the belts. Um, yeah, yeah, man, shit. See, I can't oh, remember yeah, shit anymore. And then they're doing pretty decent with this Zoe Trish stuff. Yeah, I'm a big fan the, of hers. The payoff was pretty Zoe's and Money in the Bank. That's kind of big already. You know what I mean? Becky qualified, so I'm assuming Trish gets involved and costs Becky it. One thing I definitely need to go back and watch is Gunther versus Kevin Owens. Yes. I want to watch that match because I heard that that, that was shit was great. Oh, yes. Nicholas went down. Oh, we're good. <laughs> yeah, um, I got down, but we're good. He caught a um, he caught a chop from Walter. I had to edit that Walter that Walter slap right before he, that happened. Um, yeah, yeah, I heard that was fantastic. A, that that was a really good match. Damien Priest and Seth Rollins, for those who didn't see, was a good match. Um, we obviously are big Damien Priest guys fans here. So dope to see him in that spotlight. Dope to see Seth already defending this title on Raw. Yeah. You know. No, Raw had a, a decent amount of stuff. Because right now on Money in the Bank, on the women's side, you got Zelina, Zoe, and Becky. Which if you had to go off of those three, I'd honestly probably pick Zoe. Like who I think would win. Oh yeah. Um then on the men's side it's Shinsuke, Ricochet, and LA Knight. And out of those, obviously, L A Knight. Yeah. 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 I just hated that WWE put us in that predicament to pick between him and Montez. Yeah, I hate to see Montez lose, bro. Like I, again. I was I was not No, not only did my man lose, he was getting booed. Yeah. That's what happens when you get in there with LA Knight, bro. You can't, you can't. I put... think him, this is the perfect time to turn him and Bianca heel because Bianca's low key, not, not, oh, getting, it's coming. She's kind of getting, it's coming with her. She's getting, she's, she's getting the mixed reactions and 
eventually she's been the baby face since. So the first time she debuted on the main roster, if you remember, was during the COVID mania. Because mm. I remember the Street Profits defended against it was Theory and Andrade, whatever group that was. And she came out after because Zelina got involved. She mm. technically debuted at Mania. Yeah. And then she obviously took some time, whatever. They gave her some time off. Then she came back. But still, though, she's going on three straight years as arguably the most over baby face on the woman's side. Yeah. So it's like, all right, let's. let's Puerto Rico fucked all that up for her. She went to Puerto Rico and they booed her out the building and they fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. EO. And it's crazy because EO's been on a roll since, though. But it's. I personally think EO. I think EO might. If she qualifies, I could see EO winning it. Hey, you fucking EO was over here cursing on live TV in Japanese, bro. I don't know how they. They got to talk to her about that shit. Because she came out and she. Did she call Asuka a bitch? No, she was. She was. uh, She was saying shit. She was saying shit on TV. She was saying it over and over again. And Asuka was calling her baka, baka, baka. And she was saying shit, shit, shit. I was like, I don't know, I don't know what they were saying, but then somebody did the translation yeah. and they posted it online with the subtitles. And Io was like, uh, what did she say? Either bullshit or she called her a piece of shit. I think she was calling her a piece of shit or something like that. She said it over and over again. I like how they let them two go back and forth in Japanese. Yeah. The one thing I don't get is like why the fuck is Grayson Waller doing? I know that was his thing, the Grayson Waller effect, but bro. How many fucking TV shows do we need on 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 these goddamn wrestling shows? You got the Kevin Owens show, you got the Grayson Waller Miss effect, TV. you got Miss TV, you uh Bailey everyone Bailey, Bailey Ding Dong Hello Ding Dong Hello. It's like okay, bro, like that angle is really fucking played out. Can we stop doing that MVP lounge? Like, can we stop that shit? Like, what the fuck out of here! I with wonder that when shit. we're gonna see. I wonder when we'll see Grayson in the ring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to see that dude wrestle, bro. Like, I think they have plans for him. I just think because I thought Pretty Deadly's been getting a lot of spotlights yeah. since they've been called up. And Cameron Grimes too. Like, I love that Cameron Grimes is on the main roster, but yo, he's got to be a heel, bro. This this baby face heel. Cameron Grimes. Yay! I'm gonna go to the moon. That's just not working, bro. That shit does not even work. Even though I love the, even though I love the to the moon, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know he's getting his. He's not even getting like really cheered right now. He's he's starting to get over with the main general crowd, but he needs to be a heel, bro. He needs to be that. Like, the thing that was great about Cameron Grimes in NXT was that he looked like a doofus, but he was really smart and he was really cunning yeah. and really calculated at the shit that he used to do. So that people looked at him like a dumbass, but he was like, no, nah, don't worry. I'm going to get the upper hand. And he always got the upper hand. That's what was good about him. You, you know who's starting to slowly get over? Uh, weekly, I've noticed more in Bronson Reed. Yeah, bro. He's, he's, he, he's a big star. Literally. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of when he just grabs his opponent and, like, drags them yeah. to the corner and then hits the – Is it what's he call it? Is it the monsoon? I, I, what is, yeah, what is it? I have no idea. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. His finisher, he jumps off top rope. He's starting to low-key get over with the crowd. Yeah. And I like his entrance, too, how they have him come out and you see, like, the pan shot of, like, the arena. I, I'm a big fan of Bronson. Reed, yeah, he's honestly. awesome. He's super awesome. Yeah. I'm glad it they're, worked they're out for him. With- I'm really glad. I'm glad that, because uh, some of these guys, like, you know, 
in the past, when other people were in charge, even though supposedly he, the must, mustache man, was making some adjustments this this week to the show, um, but apparently they they weren't anything bad or whatever. Just I think it was just match placement. Um, yeah. But back in the day, people like Gunter, people like Bronson Reed, if they didn't immediately get over, they. He did. He Vince would give him the one-two punch. It would be like, okay, we're completely changing your gimmick. Now you're this, and if this doesn't work, then you're gonna be dancing. You're gonna be dancing with somebody in the back, and yeah. you're becoming comedy. You're gonna be running after the twenty-four-seven title or or whatever else. So thank God that's gone. Thank I God forgot it's not happening, bro. Because if they would have taken yeah. Walter. And had him chasing the twenty four seven title, I I I, I would stop re- watching wrestling, bro. I would stop watching. Yeah, two things: one on the Vince thing, and then going on to Gunther. So Vince, everyone was all up in arms that Vince was backstage, but Raw was literally there. He is. <laughs> Raw was in Connecticut, Hartford, and that's like an hour away from where Vince lives. Yeah. And he's like in the so obviously he's gonna go to that one. Like everyone made it seem like he traveled to like L.A. Or when do you like think that. we're gonna see him on TV? Like when do you think I it's gonna think happen? Will. I, I don't think so, man. I that think dude, it's gonna be soon. I think, he's, I think we're gonna I think see him he's soon. Still got, I think he's still got nuclear heat, man. And I think so. Here's what I think. I do think Triple H is still the guy. But it is a Vince influence thing. Like Triple H is going to say, "Here's X, Y, and Z." Vince is like, "I like X and Y. I'm fine with that." But let's work on Z. Like he's going to be like, "I I fully embrace." Like it's not just Triple H every week. You know what I mean? And but I think if you put Vince on TV, everyone's going to be like, "Nah, it's not a Triple H thing no more." Yeah, true. I can but see that. That's just me. But then Gunther. I guess the reports are there that they're going to have him break the record, and it would be like the beginning of September. Oh, yeah. He's got to break that Honky Tonk Man record. He's got to. I mean, they, I think he breaks it's it. It's only right. And I think he I think he <laughs> breaks it. I think right after he breaks it, he loses it, though. Let him lose in, like, October, right? I would love to see uh, Dragunov. Because there's reports he might come up to Imperium after SummerSlam. I think that'd be perfect. Let him come up. He goes maybe heel. Or Walter goes heel on him. Whatever way you want to go. They have their banging one-on-one match. He wins the title. Walter not necessarily disappears for a little bit. But it's just kind of Yeah, a couple key. weeks. Yeah, then around Survivor Series, pick it up again, win the Rumble. Yeah, man. I like some of that. But that's what I personally would like. And then see either him and Seth for the title. Or Cody, if Cody wins it, or whatever the fuck the plan they have is, I don't fucking know. But yeah, and the thing is, because if they're gonna go the obvious with Gunther and Seth and Cody and Roman again, I'll admit, I'll admit, I'm fine with it. Um, but I don't want Cody winning back to back Rumbles to win the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's in the cards for this season. I think that's in the cards for this year. I really do. Um, especially after the showing he had last year. And I like the idea of Dragunov coming and beating Walter for the title. I just, like, I wonder if 
I had that idea last week. I think it was last week where he just kind of turns the title in. Like, what if he just turns the title yeah, in after I, he beats, he beats the streak, and then he just comes out on Raw and he's like, you know what? This title is this. It's it's meant the world to me, but it's time for me to focus on bigger and better things. And I'm going to relinquish this title, and we're going to have a tournament and see who can blah 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 blah, blah live up to the, you know. My reign and I wouldn't mind that either because it would be different, and that way you don't beat Walter. You know what I mean? Um, but will that happen? You know what idea I like? Thinking of like that comes out on Raw. This is obviously my fantasy booking. For some reason, Seth and Triple H are in the ring discussing something. Gunther comes out, says, "I don't need this. I'm going for this." Mm. That'd be cool. I just want him to do it in a way where he doesn't like disrespect the the title. Because if you do that, it's kind of like yeah, man, get the fuck yeah. this belt. I don't want this shit anymore. Like that kind of yeah, like no, you know you're I mean? right there. You're right. There's there. gotta it be like a better in the head. There's gotta be a way to because I don't want to see Walter beaten yet. Like I don't. I don't think he should be beaten yet. Um, you gotta it's really just whoever beats him's got big shoes to fill. Yeah, that's the thing. Not just not just because oh he beat the record, so you're the guy like. Yo, he was having amazing matches. Yeah. Like, you can think off the top of your head, the triple threat at Mania, the one, uh, all the two or three matches he had just one-on-one with Sheamus, um, the one he just had with Kevin Owens. Like, yeah. Just, that's just instant off the top he of the basically head. Had a, he basically like had a mini match with Cody at the Rumble. They had, like, a match yeah. within a match. Not counting all like, the I shit can't... he did in NXT UK. NXT black and gold, like, like not to be that guy to be all up on his shit, but like, has he done anything wrong as champion? Like, is there a match he's done that to you is just like, eh. like even the six man tags when they did Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes? Yeah, like that was banging. Yeah, like he he's he hasn't done anything wrong. That's why they call him the fucking Ring General, bro. He knows what he's doing in there. He is the fucking man. Yeah. That's it's it's not debate. There's no debate. Doc, since twenty twenty two. The beginning, because he came in right but right after Mania, I think he debuted, right? I think that's when he did. Yeah. So you got to think, since then, came in, instantly became the IC champion. He beat the shit out of Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Right? Goes on, has all these banging matches, has an insane performance in the Rumble. Because he wasn't number one in the Rumble, was he? I don't think so. I think he was in the teens somewhere. No, I think he... I think he might have been one or two. You're um, asking anyway, someone right now who has the worst memory ever. I'm gonna look that up real quick. I don't. Looks like I don't remember who came in number one. Royal Rumble 2022. No, 23. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Um. Okay. Yeah, by eliminating number one entrance Gunther, he's yeah. So he said, yeah, he came in Kofi, number one. Kofi was number record. one. Huh? It says Kofi was number one. Kofi Santos, uh, Escobar, Ricochet, Baron Corbin, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins. Those were the eliminations, I think. Uh, it says participants here. Let me see. Let's 
announced list of Royal Rumble participants. Yeah, Kofi oh. came in at number four. Okay, yeah, this is just a list of who was announced. Yeah, Gunther and Sheamus began it. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, Gunther and Sheamus. But yeah, so then he comes into the Rumble, sets the record, goes the distance, has a match and a match, as you said, then goes into Mania, has a great triple threat match, then obviously wasn't at Backlash, I think because he got married, right? Didn't yeah. he get married the weekend of Backlash? So then gets married, his personal life. Like, yeah, my, my man, my man doing pretty good for himself. So Yeah, he was killing it. And then potential early favorite for the um the rumble already. You know, granted. <laughs> yeah, he's bro. So when I was going back to Vince, you don't think he's ever coming back to TV? Like at all? Oh, I think he will eventually. I just don't think soon. Like, I don't think this calendar year we'll see him on TV. Now, I, I feel could like be it's wrong. Funny. It's funny because I feel like he's coming back soon. Like, he's going to make an appearance soon. I mean, if he didn't do it this week, I think this week would have been too soon. But, like, a couple months from now, getting close to, like, the holidays, <laughs> I feel like he's going to make an appearance, bro. And what's funny is that all these accusations and all these things and all this whispering of shit that's happened and how much better the product seems to be now that he's not like in total control. If I'm watching raw and I fucking hear this, if I fucking watching raw and I hear this shit, bro, like, you know, we're waiting for the fucking, come on. Like if I hear his music, bro, you know the pop. That's gonna that pop is ridiculous, bro. And it's so sad that like again, he wasn't tried in a court of law. It's the court of public opinion. I understand accusations and hush money and all that shit. But it's like, dude, that that old man, (laughs) he comes out and he does his power walk, bro. I'm gonna pop. I know I'm gonna pop. And everybody yeah, in the ring is going to pop, and you should feel guilty for doing so, but it's going to happen anyway. He, and if he doesn't come out with the mustache. Oh, man. Nah, he won't, he won't do that, I don't think. He probably shaved that shit off. Because I'll say this. When Vince comes out, obviously, he always gets a pop. Like, he always gets a pop. But it, I think it's pretty dope, personally, when the crowd always sings his song, too. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. Like, it's dope. Because um, I'll admit, he does give you some decent screen time. 90% of the time, it's pretty bad. Like, I thought it was pretty cool, like, when the pandemic, not was necessarily over, but that first SmackDown, if you remember, and he came out, and he all he said yeah. was, like, where the hell you been? And then he yeah, left, yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. One of the, one of my I favorite, my, one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite Vince in-ring segments is uh, when, I don't remember what year it was, but uh, when him and Stephanie and Shane were in the ring and they were giving him the award, they were giving him like a plaque. Stephanie and Shane were giving him yeah. a plaque. And he's like, this is it. This is what I come out here for is a stupid plaque. And he's like, you know what? I came out and I built this thing. I, I no, no one's ever helped me in all my oh, years. No, no one's ever helped me. And Stone Cold comes out. Uh, he just looks at the camera. He looks and he's like, just so dramatic, like the dramatic swallow and yeah. shit. Like, it's like he was so old and shit. And it just, he took that terrible stunner, which he always takes terrible stunners. But like that whole segment was hilarious. 
because the the crowd like went crazy when Stone Cold music hit. Of course, you know, as they like, should. One of, my, one of my favorite was because when Vince, Triple H, Shane, and Stephanie came out, it was like the end of 2018 when Raw was doing oh, stupid, atrocious, atrocious. Like when Baron Corbin was Constable Corbin, and they yeah, tried blaming it all on him. But they came out and said, "We're gonna let you guys. We're gonna listen to what you want." And yeah. it was good for a little bit because they gave us Kofi as champion and all that. But then it went right back, right back yep. to that. It sure did. Um, you know what your... I read? Speaking of Kofi, sorry before we get back on the Vince thing. If we do, I read a couple weeks ago that it was in the plans. For Kofi, like after two, not necessarily to lose it quickly, because he had a long reign. I think Kofi had like over a hundred. Yeah, like good six months, reign. I think. Yeah, but the a plan, like from the get go, was hey, Brock's beating this dude. Hmm. I don't remember if the plan was always originally like, yo, Brock's beating this dude in SmackDown, like on the Fox thing. I don't know that, but I guess that was the plan, like for a minute. I just, I, I can't, uh, bro, there's nothing that anyone can ever say to me to justify that shit. There's n- not. Oh, Brock squash? beating no Kofi. Yeah, not Brock beating Kofi, because that I understand. Like, yeah. I understand it's the first Fox SmackDown. Fox wants the big name. They want a title change. Whatever. You know, I, I get that. But Kofi literally jumped into Brock, jumped onto Brock's shoulders for the it's F5. It. Like, he looked like an idiot. He literally you can ran. You the whole match in a gift. Yeah, he fucking ran up to him. Jumped into position, took the F5, one, two, three. Like, and if you go back and watch that episode of SmackDown, right? Because that was the debut on Fox. They did that because the stupid Cain Velasquez thing. Yeah. But there were so many things. Because like, obviously The Rock came out. So I remember like that episode, damn near perfect. The Rock came out in the beginning, which obviously The Rock's always going to take up screen time. Like he's always going to take up screen time. It's show. Yeah, it's like literally his show. He named the fucking Becky show. Was the man, because if you remember, he roasted the shit out of King Corbin. But I remember, I think they did. Uh, I think they did. It was like the four horsewomen had a tag match, mm. but that match went on for a long time. Then Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens had that ladder match, and if Kevin Owens won, it was something where she, that that's what wrote Shane off TV at that time. But oh, that okay. match when that match went on for a fucking long time. And it's like, bro, you probably could have cut five minutes out of each match and gave Brock and Kofi at least ten minutes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, you probably don't I would think eight minutes maybe. You know, you give Kofi some offense, you I don't know, bro. You maybe I don't know. I, I the thing is with decisions like that. You want Brock to go out there and look dominant like the monster and win the belt. I, I understand. Like, I I get the rationale, but, like, bro, that just. As a fan, you're always. Three like, seconds, man. And you just end Kofi Mania like that and that shot. And, again, it's one of those moments. They love the shocking moment in WWE history. They love them shits. So they created another one with that. So. I mean, if you look at it that way, I guess, you know, that's the decision that they wanted to go with is that's the right decision to them. But, bro, when that happened, because I know do you watch you watch Triple A sometimes or not really? I I don't know where to watch that shit. 
But so, because I remember there was reports that Kane was going to go, Kane Velasquez was going to go to the WWE, and I guess he had he was doing like six man tags and uh, yeah. AAA. He was supposedly was good doing, over there. Yeah, and he was good, and then he WWE signed him and rushed everything because he was injured. That's why that match with him and Brock was terrible. Mm. If you remember that match, sucked. Yeah, it was awful. Um, awful. Because I remember I was kind of low key amped for it because I was like, yo, yeah. like I knew. I knew they were going to do, like, the dumb MMA style. Not that MMA's dumb, but you know what I mean. Because, I don't know, Mad Random, try to look up Kane's WWE music. He actually had, like, a low-key banger of a theme. I don't know why I liked it. But they had, like, that could have been a match you waited for Kane to get hurt. I mean, in the hurt, uh, return, like, healed. I don't know. And that's nuts because that's probably why they did that thing because they wanted Kane and Brock to be for the title in Saudi. Because I remember that match went on first and it went on for like three minutes too. Yeah. Because Kane was hurt. Brock put him in the Kimura and then that was it. Because that had such a story too behind it. That's what pissed me off because I don't know if you know. They said it then, but I remember from watching. The the mark that Brock has on his face that's always there, that's from Kane Velasquez like in real life. No shit. Yes, you had that story there. That's that's fucking Vince for you. Yeah, that whole uh <laughs> I don't know, bro. I mean supposedly Cain Velasquez was good in triple A. I don't know what happened in that. I mean again, if he was hurt, I don't know why they put that match on. Um but that shit was terrible. That's like that's one of those low points of like WWE completely. But it's funny, you bring up the rock. And I was yesterday, I was watching something that I've watched probably like a bunch of times before and I didn't even realize it. And I was thinking about like, you know, when people ask you, what's your favorite match ever? It's I can't really answer that. Kind of hard to answer that question yeah. because that's like when um, my, my brother, who I bring up on the show a lot. Again, he restarted rewatching wrestling, and he was he started absorbing it. Started watching all kinds of wrestling content, and um, I think Sting was talking about who his top five favorite wrestlers were, and I think he said it was uh, The Rock, Flair, uh, Stone Cold, whatever it was. It was like the five big names, and he asked me who my five were, and I replied to him, I was like, well do you mean wrestlers or do you mean like superstars? Cause for me, it's different. He got mad at me like, Oh, you're trying to be technical. And I'm like, no, bro, I'm not, I'm not trying to be I technical. Have something but, to add to that when you're yeah. Done. But it's not, it's like, um, you're asking me who the top five wrestlers are. Do you want me to, cause Bret Hart and, you know, Chris Jericho, Lionheart, Chris Jericho's on there. Owen Hart's on there. Like you're asking different things. Because he sent yeah. me his list. He sent me his list, and he was like, mine is equal to what he said. It's The Undertaker, it's Stone Cold, it's this. And I go, okay. But that's more like your favorite superstars. Like, you know what I mean? So, it, yeah. It, so, shit like that's different. So, with me, with the match, the first one that always comes to my mind, and I think it's because, like, obviously I was growing up watching it, The Rock and Stone Cold at Mania 17 is up there for me. Yeah. Just because of the... That's a great one. But so it's funny you mentioned this because uh, I don't think I ever mentioned it. So around so every year during the Super Bowl, Pat McAfee and their show goes to Radio Row where the Super Bowl is. In the past few years, he's had Seth Rollins because I guess mm. they're boys. 
come on as like, I don't know, a guest on the show. And Pat asked him his, and he said, well, you have box office and you have wrestling. And I think he said for box, like for ticket draws and all that, I think he had, he had rock stone cold Hogan. And I think he had flair and then wrestler. He had, I think it was fuck. I think he had flair. I know he put Brian Danielson. I mean, Kurt Henning, Eddie Guerrero, like. Yeah, he had, I think he had Eddie. I think it might have been, fuck. I, you can go see it. It's a really good yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know for sure he had Flair and uh, Danielson on it. And then, um, yeah, I forgot who who else he had. But no, that's a true, true thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's, but when I, when I bring that up, it's going back to the match thing. Somebody asks you, what's your favorite match? It's like. My favorite technical match, my favorite hardcore match. Like, you, you can't, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's funny. I was watching, and I, I think I found my all-time favorite sports entertainment match. Um, And I've seen it a bunch of times before. But I think when I say sports entertainment match, this, this just encompasses everything that's that was awesome about wrestling. And I think, it, as and I was watching it again today for lunch. Um, Triple H versus the British Bulldog for the undisputed title with The Rock as a special guest referee. Yes, yo, that One, match. Two. It doesn't Bro. matter. The Rock comes to three. <laughs> Everything about that match, bro. The crowd was on fire for that match, bro. It's the you can the 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 you cannot understate how important that shit is. The crowd was. Going fucking bananas for this match. Um, you had British Bulldog out there looking like a badass. This is when he was just wearing jeans. Jeans. He cut the locks and he's just big giant fucking dude. And Triple H is out there being Triple H. You know, he was at peak body performance yeah. and he was doing all the things. And fucking rock. The rock leaves the ray. He puts a headset on. He's a fucking on commentary. And he runs in the ring with the mic and he does the fucking, it doesn't oh, matter no. if the rock goes to three. When he and did that the, shit, bro, the crowd fucking lost it when he did that shit. And then the infamous people's elbow when he like slid. Yeah, he slides and does that. Bro, that match is like, if somebody had, someone asked me like to show them like a match of like why you love wrestling or whatever, like that would be one of the matches that I would put on because you don't have to explain anything. Everybody knows who The Rock is. Most people know who Triple H is. So you could be like, look, they're wrestling for the title and he's the special referee and he doesn't like either one of them. This is the match. And he, you just watch it. Every year ESPN, when they post like for birthdays, when they post for The Rocks, every year they post, that's one of the videos they post of him <laughs> sliding with the elbow. That shit is so sick. funny, man. So because then there's another one because like you said, when it comes to like stipulations – if you remember, this is another one you should actually go back and rewatch. Uh, from Armageddon in 2000, the six man Hell in a Cell. Mm. You had The Undertaker, you had Rikishi, you had Triple H, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Kurt Angle, who, who was defending <laughs> title. Rikishi gets thrown off the cage into the. Like, oh, into the, the haystack or whatever that yeah. shit was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Vince that match. There. I think Vince was out there with his cane and Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe get knocked out by Foley and like. 
like that's another like it's a great match and it's like but then you have like your favorite wrestling wrestling match but yeah dude the rock was the stuff like that's hard to pin down like i i can't you can't just ask me that because i have to sit and really fucking think about that shit maybe we could do a show about that one time but I, i like favorite match ever like how how the fuck are you supposed to pick one like out of the thousands of fucking wrestling matches that i've watched over 20 years you want years here's something cool the interview didn't get like big which i'm surprised but the day of mania sunday because i don't remember daniel cormier was at wrestlemania like he's always at the shows he did a 15 minute sit down interview with lesnar mm. and they were talking and it was literally the day of and lesnar said how he actually was really intrigued by facing almost like he was like you yeah, know it's something different it's a challenge he was like i i don't know if i can get that dude over my head and like all that but then he mentioned how when he lost the title to drew he was no shit retired he's like i had my first wrestling match in a garage in front of no one in minnesota and it went full circle where i lost the like he pretty much said where i, where I lost to drew and mania. Yeah. He's like, that was it. I was done. He's like, that's why I grew my hair. That's why I grew my beard. He's like, I was no shit done. And then he's like, Vince called me on my birthday and we talked. And then next thing you know, and it's funny because he says in the interview, he's like, but I told him I'm not cutting my hair or my beard. <laughs> nice. just like, that would have sucked though if that would have been Brock's retirement though. How do, how do you write Brock Lesnar off? Like how yeah, does Brock that- Lesnar... <laughs> A dude who's been dominant for so long, like right I would off think that the sunset. I would think that he, I like you know most of these guys they booked them losing their last match. He shouldn't lose his last match. Um, but who do you put him in there with? Like, because unless you... you do Roman, like you need an up and comer. No up and comer. Because Brock, I'll say, Brock probably has two, three years left. There's no way I see him going like five more years. Right. So even if you think NXT, and everyone would probably instantly say Braun Breaker, like Braun Breaker will never get to the level where he's the guy ending Brock Lesnar. Uh, I'd have to see a comparison of Braun standing next to Lesnar to see the size difference. Because Drew, someone who's I perfect. I never that. realized. Yeah. And so I never realized, because I knew Drew's a big dude, right? But everyone knows Brock's like the monster. And the night after Drew won the Rumble, when they went face to face, or when, no, when they went face to face in that Rumble, before Drew, Drew was like taller than him. And Chow's like, yo, like, Drew looks yeah, like, a okay, like, I can beat, I, and that's a match I still want. Because we got kind of gypped in the PC one, because Drew was on such a, he- a face run that like, we got robbed of that, but. They just did F5s and Claymores because, yo, know, you're in the PC. Like, I doubt that would have been the match plan in front of the yeah. whole stadium. That, so whole, that isn't. That's, that's a shame that. I that, really want to see again. Yeah, it's a shame that that freaking no crowd match happened for Drew winning the belt because that Royal Rumble was like perfect. Like, that's one of my favorites still. Yeah, that Royal Rumble was the shit. When he starts number one and he's fucking just throwing everybody the fuck out. And Drew Mac and uh, Ricochet gives him the low blow, and then he fucking gets him. He gets Claymore out the ring, like that's yeah, one yeah. of those. That's a and one of Drew the best just moments. Stared at him for like five yeah. minutes. That's one of the and best moments like, ever. Yeah, and like I was the watching fact- with I was watching with a bunch of my boys, 
And after like number five, everyone's like, God damn, man, Brock. But we, I was sold. I was like, yo, Brock really might fucking win this thing going the distance. Like if anyone's going to, because then we had some dope returns. Like that's when MVP, MVP returned. came back. Yeah. Edge, Edge, well, Brock was out by that point, but Edge yeah. returned. That was like one of the um, best rumbles, I mean, ever. That's like one of, that's a top five rumble for me. Yeah, because Riddle came up. Well, Riddle, yeah, I think that's when Riddle got his call up to the main roster at that rumble. That's when Aleister Black wasn't, like, buried yet in WWE yeah. by Vince. Like, then I remember they did that cool spot, too. That's when Keith Lee was fucking over because, remember, Keith Lee came yeah. out and Brock's like, who's this big motherfucker? Yeah, yeah. Right when I heard Brock see that, say that, I was like, yo, there's no way they fuck up Keith Lee. Yeah, he was like, oh, big boy. Big boy. Because well, I remember him. Then they had yeah him. Oh, and of course Brock. the greatest the greatest moment ever in in Royal Rumble history when MVP comes out and Brock is yeah just dancing. And what's his name? What's his name? Remember, announcer Benjamin comes out. They no, hug. no, the announcer. Um, what's his fucking name? Uh, Booker T uh, was calling it. No, what's his name? Uh, uh, Carmella's husband. Oh, Corey Graves. Corey Graves is like, Brock Lesnar is dancing. He's dancing, Michael Cole. And he's just. And then MVP starts chasing cool. Paul Heyman around the ring. Hey, yeah, come, yeah, here, yeah. come here. And then he gets in. And he had that sick Black Panther gear. Yeah, I remember. that shit was dope. That shit was dope. Yeah, but then even then, I remember Shelton Benjamin came out. And then they plugged it on commentary was... how they were a tag team. Yeah. And Brock was like, hey. And they hugged. And then they were standing like with their hands on their hips. Like, come on, come on. And then Brock just grabs him and fucking, fucking throws him out. And you can't trust that guy, who? man. And then I remember, if you remember uh, Drew in that match. So right after that, Drew eliminates Ricochet. Yeah, but Ricochet obviously can sell like a motherfucker in there, but Drew just picked him up and threw him, and Ricochet spun like eight fucking times. Yeah, that was that's that's a top five rumble for me. Yeah, and then our uh, Randy Orton and Edge kind of teamed up again, and then fucking yeah. Roman was down to damn near what was in the end, and of course that's when Roman was like, "Wouldn't be shocked if this motherfucker won," you know what I mean? Because everyone was saying he's going to challenge for the Universal Title, which he was supposed to, and then he. Obviously pulled out because of his health reasons, right? And he had to go get years. Yeah, and then become the fucking tribal chief. It's all about those. Yeah, veneers, that, bro. the more I talk about it, the more because that was just a dope rumble. Yeah, because it was really good. Gray, it was paced uh, really well too. Yeah, uh, Brian uh, Brian Danielson and fucking Bray Wyatt. They had the strap match. Oh yeah. And then the show started off. I remember the match was long as fuck, but they did Corbin and Reigns and a false count anywhere. That was long as fuck. Anything with Corbin. I just, my brain is. Hey, I'm happy though up. he's on NXT. I, was, I meant to ask you that earlier. What do you think of Bro, he, why are you coming out and attacking Carmelo? Like that? Like really? Carmelo, bro? That, the fuck? He what won, are you doing? I think he, whoever he fought last night, I think he won though. I have no, I don't have anything to say about Baron Corbin. They so they said I, they they brought the report I read is they sent Baron Corbin down to refresh him and kind of when he comes up like maybe be taken more serious again. Is he uh is he lone wolfing it again or he just coming out like Baron Corbin with a shirt think, and jeans? So I haven't watched. I haven't watched. Yeah. but from what I see on the videos, he seems like he's just being him. I think the lone wolf's dead and gone as much as we, you and I don't want to accept it. I think it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wouldn't think. Well, the hair is gone, so that that the yeah, hair that, that, is part of that, the big part of that gimmick. So if if it ain't happening, then that's yeah, that why. Obviously, that obviously takes a lot out of it. Um, yeah, I don't know, hey, man. I'm just excited, man. Just in because we're in the middle, almost middle of June, and pretty much in like the next 45 days, we got Forbidden Door. Well, shit, in the next two months, we got Forbidden Door. Then we got Money in the Bank the week after that. Then we got SummerSlam, and then we got All In. Again, here we go with the fucking... Uh, we're going to have another weekend of the wrestles here pretty soon. I can feel it. I just... Well, for wrestling fans, it's a dope summer, to be honest. Yeah, I just need... I, I, well, it's not going to happen now. AEW has a goddamn Saturday show, but... These Sunday pay-per-views, man, they're killing me. Dude, I don't they're get why they... Because remember when they first started, their shows were always on Saturdays. Yeah. And then WWE took a copy, a page of their playbook. I was like, yo, let's do this thing. And then it was like, the AEW's like, well, fuck you, we're doing Sundays. Saturday pay-per-views are just, it's just perfect. I don't understand why they're perfect. Then you got all day Sunday to digest it and talk about it and enjoy your Sunday off and then go to work Monday. Like So where I'm optimistic on this is with AEWs. Now that they have a live on oh, fuck, that's not going to happen because they have collision now on Saturdays. Yeah. So there's not a, yeah, I was going to, I forgot for literally a second. I was like for a split second. I don't know why I thought collision was on Friday. I was like, well, hopefully they do what WWE does. Like go to the same arena Friday, Saturday, Friday yeah. smack, well, Friday collision, Saturday show. But yeah, that means because obviously that's a weekly show. So yeah, now it's always going to be on Sunday. So yeah, maybe now, that's what they'll do. And now those collision shows are going to be the go home shows now for all the pay per views, and it's like literally the next day is the pay per view. <laughs> it's like I don't know. We're gonna have to see how that shit goes because I'm not. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not sold on Saturday wrestling TV shows, but. Maybe it'll work out. Who knows, man? I don't know. We'll have to see. Ah. The sales, the ticket sales say otherwise, but I just worry. I worry I know, because that, I don't that... want my Wednesdays fucked up. That's really why I worry. I don't want my Wednesdays fucked up. Like tonight's to Dynamite, I'm looking at Saturday. the card. You know what I'm saying? It's just Dynamite tonight. I'm looking at the card, and I'm like, ah, yes. Tonight, 8 o'clock, boom, ready to go with my show. And it's like, I don't want that fucked up. So Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, and it's it's gonna it's gonna. I think it's gonna be bumpy in the beginning. I think that's just natural. It's a new thing. Like you might be able to answer this. I, I was too young to think at that level. But when they first brought in SmackDown, was that like was it kind of like a bump in the road? When they what for SmackDown? Like so back in like in the what was it ninety eight or ninety nine when SmackDown debuted? I'm now granted it used to be taped on Tuesdays. Yeah, she was it, on. Remember, yeah. And they would release, I think SmackDown first started on Thursdays, right? They were on Thursdays, Tuesdays. Then Friday, and, then they went yeah. to, but I think it's, so, but back then, like, when it first, first came out, did WWE do a decent, if you remember, obviously, it's like fucking late 90s, but did they do decent with the two-show thing in the beginning? Actually, yeah, SmackDown was, was cool, because it was completely different. It was a completely yeah, I liked different it as a kid. cast. I just and, don't remember being, you know what I mean, yeah. as older. And like, of course, they, the fucking Rock was on the show. So it's like, 
it's the biggest fucking star in wrestling. Of course, like it's his show. He's like, this is the Rock show, SmackDown. This is my show, whatever. And he's on it. So, of course, it's going to do tremendous. You know what I mean? So these guys are kind of trying to do that same formula where they're getting, you know, be be as as beleaguered as he is right now. CM Punk is your headliner of the show. They put the graphic up with him doing the thing. So, you know, let's see if that works out. I just again, I'm not convinced with this whole Saturday thing, but just gonna have to. Yeah, see. like I said, man, I can't because on the West Coast it comes on at well, it'll be live at eight o'clock as well, like eight o'clock West time, but. Like I like with the TV, what well, it's going to be on TNT, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the TNT app, I can watch at five my time, eight East Coast. Mm. <clears throat> um, but I don't see myself staying home for a collision, like ever. I don't get you how that I mean? shit works in LA. Like I don't, I don't quite understand that shit. Like as far as how so TV way- things go, so. So everything premieres like at five o'clock in the afternoon and shit. So no, it's weird with shows. So like with sports, it's perfect because like perfect example, football, right? Being a Patriots fan, they always come on at one o'clock East Coast for the Patriots. They come on in Cali at ten a.m. So that's, like Sunday night, football, like the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl starts at three thirty. Oh my like god! I, like I went to my boy's house. No, that's like, crazy. I don't. Yeah, I go to my boy's house with me. Going to my boy's house, watching the game, and driving 10, 15 minutes back. I'm home by before 8 o'clock. On the That's so crazy to me, bro, because to me, the Super Bowl is like, you're watching prime time, which is mm-hmm. seven, eight, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock hour is like prime time television. And I've always heard that all my life because I've, I've never, you know, I've always lived on the East Coast or whatever. Now I'm yeah. in the South, but it's the same time zone. So it's like for me, like it's like the Super Bowl's on. It's eight o'clock on Sunday. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Boom, the Super Bowl's on. Like I can't imagine that shit being on at three in the afternoon. Like I, I don't. It doesn't process. Yeah, like, I don't uh, get it. it. So I'm personally a fan of it. Whenever I move out of California, that will be like the number one thing I miss is sports. But on the wrestling side of things, so I have YouTube TV. I think if I bought Sling TV. I'd be able to watch it live on like the No Shit Sling TV app. Yeah. But um, so like with YouTube TV, right? If I want to watch Dynamite, I have to wait for eight o'clock, which is crazy, right? Because think about this. That means it's five o'clock on the West Coast. AEW is two hours. So by the time yeah. I would want to watch Dynamite, say live on my No Shit TV, it's already been over for an hour on the East Coast at that. Wow. So. So I have to watch on so, but it's cool because with the TBS, TNT, and USA app and Fox, it just says like, "Hey, you have YouTube TV, pretty much, yeah." And I watch through the app. Okay. So sometimes the streams hmm. a little, the streams a little off. Um, yeah. And like sometimes I'll be maybe like thirty seconds behind. Um, but that's really it. But it's still not bad. It's pretty cool because you can have the apps on your phone and watch wherever, but. Yeah, so wrestling, the only time I really watch wrestling no shit live live is like pay-per-views and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't. That would fuck me up if I was over there. If I was in Mm -hmm. L.A. and I'm like, oh, we're going to watch this and that. That that whole thing would fuck my brain up. Yeah, so a lot of things come on at 8. It's just there's always these sites and apps that let you watch. Sometimes if I have a late day coming home from work, like I have the thing in my car, 
I'll put that in and have dynamite like on or raw mm-hmm. on or whatever. And it's like on as I'm driving home or something like that. Like I said, me once again, personally a big fan of it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's definitely something you have to get used to, but it's like, it's definitely nice. Like it's definitely nice. Like, with the NBA Finals, they come on at eight thirty, so five thirty it starts on the West Coast. Cool. It's it's good for sports and wrestling because you don't have to stay up late. Yeah, that is a good thing though. Like Sunday night football kicks off at five thirty. I'm still in bed by nine o'clock instead hmm. of midnight. Like so, it it that I would say that's like as a I don't know. I guess you would say a TV fan as a whole. Sports is the number one thing. Like everyone says, like who I work with, who's in California, like when they if we get like they move to the East Coast, like fuck man, now I got to go back to watching football. It's always football. Everyone always goes back, dials it back to football. Shit. So yeah. Now that I'm seeing, I, I keep seeing this AEW graphic for tonight, and it, I I keep thinking, dude, what's your prediction tonight for? Oh well, I know we kind of did it before, but the CM Punk thing. I really think that Tony's going to say he's wrestling MJF for the title on Saturday. I'm starting to I'm gonna lean stick towards with that. I'm going to stick with Jay White, man. Jay White. All right. We're going to find out. We're going to see. Ballsy move. Ballsy move, but I'm sticking with it. We're going to see. We're going to see. So we got a lot of wrestling coming up. Uh, Very excited about Forbidden Door. I want to see that card shape up some more. Uh, Dynamite is tonight. Very exciting. We got, two, get this. we got two. We got two or technically three dynamites. Till, yeah, three dynamites. We got three dynamites till Forbidden Door. So that's and two collisions. Yeah, so three dynamites. Five and two shows. Collisions. Yeah, that's five. And if you want to get technical, the rampages. So there's plenty of AEW True. TV time to build this card. Oh yeah, which again, this guy. I I, I did the cardinal sin of Twitter. I got involved in an argument with a troll who was in the... Bro, so New Japan Global posted um, the Forbidden Door card. The two two matches have been set, whatever, and it was Danielson and Okada and obviously Osprey and Omega. So they posted the two graphics. And they're like, yeah. two matches have been set. You know, we're having this show, blah, blah, blah. They were promoting it. And this dude is in there, and he's like, what's the buildup for this match? Why should I care? And I'm like, well, he said, "What's the? where was the buildup for this match, this mega match? And why should I care? And I was like, these people, like, they, they like, they literally, and I, and I had to wrap my head around this thing. They literally just like to get people angry. Like, that's all, they, that's it. They're yeah. just literally like going in there and shitting on people who are excited about something. Cause it's like, cause people were like flaming the shit out of him and he was responding to every single one. And he was telling everybody, Oh, I don't care. Oh, this and that. Oh, but like he was just responding with bullshit, like not even understanding. And it's like, bro, you're one of the things that he said was, I watch AEW. I don't care about New Japan. I'm not watching that. So why should I care about this? And I'm like, bro. You are in the Twitter thread of the New Japan Pro Wrestling page hey. complaining that you don't watch New Japan. But you're in Make here wondering why. Like, I don't understand, bro. My yeah. response to him was, because he's my response to him was uh 
because he said, "What? What? Where? Where was the buildup for this match?" And I was like, "Check. Have you checked up your ass? Because it's probably there." Yeah, so that was my yeah, response yeah. to him. But again, I, I tend I tend not to you know get involved with these people. But it's like, but God what damn a forbid, what a forbidden door show! Like you don't need them. There's build. no build. Yeah, the whole there point is, no is build. You know what I mean? The whole point is it's just this guy's coming from this company to face this guy. It's cool. two companies crossing over to create a pay-per-view. That's the fucking purpose of it. It's not no build bullshit. Like I, I don't understand these people who just You think you think we'll ever see <sighs> Forbidden Door in Japan? Huh? You think we'll ever see the Forbidden Door pay-per-view be in Japan? That'd be cool if they do that. I don't know I'm why really they I'm really shocked that AEW has not done a show in Japan yet. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't done that because they have plenty of talent that people over there are crazy about. So that's what I'm saying. And like, I'm kind of shocked that their first international show is the UK and not Japan. I think it's dope. We've praised it on the show, and I mean that. But I'm really shocked it's actually not Japan. Yeah. Maybe because has well, because the Tokyo Dome. I think I've heard Carl Anderson said sells out like forty. Five fifty thousand. So maybe it was a numbers thing, and it might there might be some other stuff at play there because WWE doesn't really do that shit either. So it might be a a thing that some things are allowed and some yeah, things WWE are not allowed. Doesn't and... even do WWE doesn't even do TV there. They just yeah, do it's... in the summer. I think I think they usually go once in the summer. They hit like Tokyo and a couple other spots. Yeah, it might be like a thing that they just something going on there where they just can't for some reason. I don't know. There has to be some type of reason because you would think they'd be over there a lot, especially AEW doing this crossover pay per view. Yeah, the UK is about to eat when it comes to wrestling because again, like we said, for Money in the Bank, then they got um, All In, but then Seth posted leading up to Money in the Bank, they're doing house shows: Liverpool, UK, Sheffield, UK, Newcastle, UK. Yeah. Which I'm happy for because we, we said before they're really good fans. But these motherfuckers are about to eat this summer with oh, yeah. wrestling. Oh yeah. Because have they said is that like I don't think they have they said it is dynamite going to be like in you in the UK before? I would assume. Um, I mean, I would assume that they're going to have a show over there if they're going to have their pay per view over there. You know what I mean? I mean, because all ends on Saturday, isn't it? Or is it I don't Sunday know. Too? I don't know. There's still a lot to figure out about that show, like where it's going to be streamed. Uh, there's still a lot of information about that that's up in the air, so don't quite know yet. It's on the 27th of August, which is a Sunday. Uh, I'm hoping that they've got some kind of deal with WB because they asked Tony about that at the scrum, and he was like, uh, I don't really want to answer that because some of our partners are might want to, we might, you yeah. know. Basically, he was saying, like, I don't want to kind of spoil something else that maybe our partners want to reveal or something. So I can't really answer that right now. So I'm hoping that means, like, it will be streaming on HBO Max, which would be nice. Um, Especially because there's a pay-per-view the following week. Uh, So I don't want to have to fucking get two pay-per-views. But, yeah, man. We'll see. But I think that does it for us today. That about wraps it up. My dog is giving me the hungry eyes, so she needs to eat, and so do I. Right, dog? Right, well, I'll do I'll do the plugs here quick. Cool. Obviously, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at right here. 
the name. But most importantly, as we preached in the beginning of the show, got to give you love again. Thank you for all the views and the new subscribers. The one thing you guys just aren't doing is commenting. But I get it. You're watching. It's all I ultimately care about. So make sure on YouTube, Wrestling is Trash, like, subscribe, comment, share. Most importantly, share. Share it to your other friends who like wrestling for the ones who come back every week. Share this to all the people on Instagram at Wrestling is Trash and at Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash. Now I'm going to pass over to my other Yeah, man, please. If you guys, any opinions are welcome, whether you agree or disagree or you want to post your favorite wrestling memory or match or anything under this video when we're discussing it. We'd love to hear your ideas and bring them up on the show the following week. Uh, So we'd love to see your comments because the views are there. And we very much appreciate these views, but I just want to know who these people are viewing our show so that we can interact with you. But again, you know me, Lou from the BX, host of the Everything Podcast, co-host of Wrestling is Trash, the Everything Podcast World Heavyweight Champion here. You can follow me on the Everything Podcast on Instagram, and from there you hit the Drum.io link in my bio, and you can get access to any and all content related to me or Wrestling is Trash. Right now, you will probably, if you see me doing anything, it's me playing or streaming Diablo 4 because uh, I am obsessed with that game. I played it over the weekend, and I put 29 hours in over the weekend. Now, that might oh, not yeah. sound like a lot, but it's a fucking lot. That's a lot of time that I spent playing this fucking game, and that hasn't happened in a long time. So <laughs> it's good. Uh And with that, my friends, we bid you adieu. We want you to constantly enjoy wrestling and have a wonderful day. Be safe. Be honorable. Be the best person you can be. I'm Lou. That's Nick. We are out.